King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Thanksgiving in the United States of America. Most people think of Thanksgiving as a day of celebration. However, to many Native American groups, this is a day of mourning. While Thanksgiving is classically told as a feast between the Wampanoags and Pilgrims, its gritty origin is often viewed as contributing to the genocide against Native Americans in this hemisphere. This started with Christopher Columbus and the Spanish and English policies and practices towards indigenous people, although different at first, led to the same outcome, the destruction of large parts of the groups of indigenous people that they encountered. Not all Europeans who arrived in the Americans had done this. You had Leif Erikson, who explored the North American continent prior to Columbus, and Africans who traveled to America before Christopher Columbus. There were even people from the Philippines who made contact with the Americas. However, these groups didn't destroy people. So from Bartolome de las Casas, we have a primary source on Christopher Columbus. Every Native American, quote, over the age of 14, had to supply the rulers with a hawk's bell of gold every three months, or in gold-deficient areas, 25 pounds of spun cotton. Those who did were given a token to wear around their necks as proof that they had made their payment. Those who did not were punished by having their hands cut off until they bled to death, he says. Now, the argument is often made that it was disease that destroyed most Native American groups. However, when you study any mass genocide against any people throughout the world, we don't discount those who died from disease. You don't say that when someone has been interned in a concentration camp, that because they died of disease, that that death doesn't count. 
It is absolutely not appropriate to say this because that person has been forced into that condition, forced to work, and they are not free to walk away. Under this stress, if they are exposed to an illness that they would have either not have been exposed to at all if they hadn't encountered the offenders or would have had a much better chance of surviving the illness if that group wasn't deprived of nutrients and or starved, then this is considered to be a person whose life is counted in the number of people that were lost in that genocide or holocaust. And the number of Native Americans who lost their lives due to these policies is staggering. As many as 150 million people were wiped out. That's the equivalent of the entire East Coast of the United States of people wiped out today off the planet. So Columbus, who is celebrated, is really considered to have implemented genocide against Native Americans and opened up the world to European exploitation of both Native people and African people. If it hadn't been for Columbus, you wouldn't have had the chattel slave war against Africans that depopulated the continent, and you wouldn't have had a war against Native Americans that depopulated the indigenous communities across this continent and in Central and South America. So to explain how this relates to Thanksgiving, the Wampanoag was the Native American nation that encountered the pilgrims. Even before the pilgrims showed up, Squanto and 20 other Wampanoag men were tricked to go back with the Spanish who wanted to enslave them, and Squanto then tried to get back home for several years. Disease ended up ravaging the Wampanoags, which highly likely was smallpox. The Wampanoag called this the Great Dying. This pandemic lasted three years, where two-thirds of Squanto's people were killed by the time he traveled back in 1619. Now the pilgrims who had lost many of their settlers due to disease, the settlers were firing their guns and when the Wampanoag showed up on Wampanoag land to find out what was happening, this eventually led to the Wampanoag helping the settlers who were hungry. And this is the origin of what you know today as Thanksgiving. However, it doesn't become an official holiday until centuries later when Abraham Lincoln made it a holiday. What did the Wampanoag get in return? Tens of thousands of them lost their lives, and their land was taken. Their children were taken, brought to boarding schools, beaten, and forced to speak English. As the phrase went, kill the Indian and save the man. After World War II, international courts said that forcibly taking a child from a group is considered to be genocide. And this is why Thanksgiving is a day of mourning for Native Americans. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself, MC Brother Miles. Wampanoag land was taken, and the symbol of the soldiers of the Thanksgiving nation. Complacent is the anti-Native American racist, confines our spaces to save the Indian and kill the man. A master intellectual boarding school genocidal plan to take your children away from you and your indigenous language and religion. Similar to saving a black life during slavery and stomping out West African language and religion simultaneously. The days of first Columbus contact, what a strange contorted fungus among us that twisted the lives of 
those who encountered it from the month of the arrival in the dawning to indigenous people, Thanksgiving is a day of mourning, a day of regret, a day of theft, where one half of one percent has been given back to a people whose 100% land was taken and only a small amount are left from the 150 million who were here who could not hold your breath. But despite what they did to the indigenous people, took Africans into their community. And today we see black Native American beauty which shall rise from the ashes of the African and Native American Holocaust. As on our side, we have Mother Earth. As on our side, we have the Great Spirit. As on our side, we have humanity's worth on our side. Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. If you like listening to this podcast, you can now support it by becoming a direct supporter of the weekly podcast. You can donate at the $4.99 level, and if you don't have as much money, you can support it for as little as $1 per month. Please click the link at the end of the description on my podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. The link will take you to my Anchor.fm podcast page, which is powered by Spotify. If you scroll down on my Anchor.fm page, you will see a button which says support. Anyone who supports at the $9.99 level monthly, I will send you an autographed copy of my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, if you email me. If you support me at the $9.99 level, you will need to email me the address that you want the book sent to at Martinez at gmail.com and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Again, that email is Martinez at gmail.com M-A-U-R-I-C-E-M-I-L-E-S-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com, all one word. And I will send you an autographed copy of the book if you support me again at the $9.99 level. You can also pick a copy of my books up on Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, and The Real Vibranium of Africa, which is also under the name The Wakandas, Real Vibranium of Africa, by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez. I have some new books coming out soon, and I will keep you updated. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, and I will speak with you next week.